welcome to the final episode of season one of the After School Anime Club. Here today with you on this momentous occasion is me, your host, Max Newland, and with me, as always, are the two chapter co-presidents. Uh, his name is Max Kostrak. Hello, Max. Hello, I'm here. I would be playing a gra- one of the graduation songs we covered last time, but you know how it is. It's the end of the semester. We've all got these feelings in our hearts. <laughs> And you just heard her giggling. It's Stevie Mathis. Why, hello. We're here. We've made it. The end of the semester. I hope you've turned in all of your extra credit. I know that I've grown and learned a lot over these episodes. And the time spent here in the anime club with our VHS player (laughs) sitting at these desks. The framing. We've been really, uh, you know, 100% gung-ho on it the whole time. Um, Yeah. Today, I didn't prepare anything. I didn't prepare any games. Hell yeah. We didn't watch any anime. Nope. Um, we're just here to chat. We chillin'. We chillin'. I have kind of a loose agenda, and I have your responses from the listener survey, which, again, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Your, your answers We got so there. many responses. We got a bunch. Several responses made me laugh they out They were hilarious, loud. yes. So, thank you. Many yes. of them. <laughs> yes. I am very... We, you all are very funny, and I'm very glad that you cared enough about our show to... Uh, give us your input. And we, like I said on Twitter, we will be building the schedule for next season here. Hell yeah. Um, so your your input has been vital. It has. So, uh, well, I feel like maybe one of the things, I have a few questions that can help guide our discussion here. We've watched five shows, or at least we've watched six will or seven will episodes. Will you name them shows. real quick so <laughs> we <laughs> just have the context? Yeah, so we know what's up. First, first up was Tenchi Muyo Ryo Oki, also known as Tenchi Muyo in America. Uh, next after that was Outlaw Star. Then we watched Sailor Moon, Trigun, and Gundam Wing. Ooh, what a spread! Yeah, this is a nice table. Mm-hmm. All sorts of stuff. We have we have all sorts of genres too, right? Like we have harem, mm-hmm. and we've got mecha, and we've got um, space. Lots of space. We stayed in space. We really love space. We've got shoujo we really yeah. via Sailor Moon. Yeah, we got shoujo. Uh, you know, I'd say Westerns. I was going to note on this. I think the only like major genres we are missing out of this are, and this has to do with anime club in general, but we're missing that traditional shonen, your DBZ, yeah. your Naruto, mm-hmm. your One Piece. We're yeah, also yeah, missing, yeah. and you could argue that Tenchi ducks into this a little bit as a harem, but that really slice of life. But I don't know how popular yeah. that was. In the Toonami Adult Swim era. There was a couple. There was one that I'm going to... Oh, thank you for the reminder. There was one. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah, I think Tenchi has some slice of life elements to it, but I think the fact that like aliens are are involved. Yeah, yeah, and there are lightsabers. (laughs) But, But the thing about Tenchi is that those things are like peripheral to me. Anyway, they you really know, the lightsabers, are. <laughs> they have a space battle. No. Because you kind of have to have a space battle and that's it. Yeah, pretty much. You do. We didn't, we truly didn't, we never not went into space for every one of these animes. Sailor Moon? Ish. Sailor Moon like life? ish. I mean like that, ish. the bus, into the that bus episode, that like, yeah, where's the Negaverse? That's just, is that just a parallel universe? <laughs> that's a different facet of space. It's the same it's the same shadow realm that you get banished to when you lose a card game. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, a lot of the animes the they boy. just share that yeah. sort of dark zone. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same background essentially. Pretty much. 
when Piccolo sends Raditz to the next dimension. Yeah, that's where you go. Uh, that's what it is. After boring a hole through him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the pur- it's anime purgatory. That's just the Negaverse is just one neighborhood of anime purgatory. That makes a lot of sense. I can see that. Anime purgatory. <laughs> just waiting to be resurrected. It's, just, it's a space where you go when you're playing Fortnite and you're waiting to respawn. That's the same place. <laughs> <laughs> same place. Which one of y'all is playing all Fortnite? All the anime characters in Fortnite are in Purgatory. I was gonna say which one of yeah. which one of y'all are playing Fortnite right now and was running around as I Goku. S- now I played. I have played one match of Fortnite. I knew it. I got a number one victory royale <laughs> by hiding in the bushes <laughs> and shooting two guys who were fighting <laughs> each other with a Kamehameha wave. I think you I just, actually like, should uninstall and be like, yeah, I, played, I feel like I, I should just Fortnite never play again. Right? So I won <laughs> and I was done with it. I beat Fortnite. <laughs> but did you nay nay over where like they dropped? Because I think that's also, is that a thing you can do too? Well, in Fortnite, you can like nay nay. haven't unlocked the nay nay yet, unfortunately. <laughs> I really hope I that's really can, well. but I haven't. Um, but yeah, it turns out that when you are the, in the top five at the very, very end, Hiding in the bushes is an all-time great strategy. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my god! I hear that Fortnite is just a really crazy, crazy game. Unhinged. I don't play with. Um, I don't play games with the people. Kids are. Yeah. Let me tell you, they've done some stuff to make it less like always crazy. Uh, like they they have a mode now where you can't build anything, and so it's just a, like pretty much a traditional FPS. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But you can still be Goku or Darth Vader or so wild. That's wild. Indiana Jones or whoever <laughs> else the hell they've thrown into yeah. that now. Oh, what the fuck? I don't know. They have original characters, which is the most outrageous thing to me. Like they there do? are Fortnite characters. Yeah. Mr. Fortnite. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Did they put him in there? They might as well. I hope that. You know what? They could, though. They could absolutely put an Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter in that motherfucker, and he would fit. He wouldn't be out of character. He would fit correctly. He would fit right in that world. I just. Look. What if tomorrow every every United States president showed up as a playable <laughs> character in Fortnite? Like they just dropped all um, of them. Like, hey, congratulations! Which one was the one that had like a fucking? Uh, I was about to say werewolf. That's incorrect. That's not a real animal. Which is the one that had a fucking Wolverine as a pet? Was that was that Franklin Delano Roosevelt? Was that Teddy? Was that Teddy? Yeah, was that Teddy Roosevelt? That was probably Teddy. Teddy that Roosevelt would like actually PR, yeah. honestly be a boss bitch in an, in a battle royale style fucking game. To be absolutely honest with you, like Teddy Roosevelt would whip ass. Didn't that motherfucker get like polio twice or Basically some shit? An anime like, <laughs> that dude was unkillable for a hot minute. Like yeah, he did literally get shot and then give a speech. That's right. I was like, that dude, that dude's crazy. He was intense. And then I think it was not. Was it his daughter who had like a pet snake and was just like a mess? I know I don't think it was her. It was somebody. You could tell me anything. It was some. Right it now. was some. <laughs> some president's daughter had a pet snake and would run around with a wrapped around her arm and would go to parties asking people to hang out with the snake and people thought she was crazy. And her daddy was the president and he was like, "Look, I can take care of her ass or I can run the country. Which one do you want me to do?" <laughs> hey man, when your daddy's the president, you get to act however you want. You get to want. act the fuck out. Like, come on. We've seen that. Come on, Ivana. We're talking to you. You can enter this chat, bitch. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know if she watches anime. Um, she probably doesn't. She's uh well, we know president... Bannon does, so <laughs> I forget that he exists. I 
be forgetting. <laughs> I'd be like, isn't he in jail? And then I realize you're talking about a child. And I'm like, oh, wait, not Steve. The other one. The one whose actual first name is Bannon. <laughs> or Baron. Uh, I don't remember. Rich boy. What What was your favorite series of season one of After School Anime Club? That's one of the that's one of the questions I came up with. Um, this is tough. For this episode. I mean, biased, like as in I was excited to see it and I was way too like I was screaming about it for like twenty minutes. Gundam Wing, but that's just because I love that series. Mm. Um mm. but series that was fun to revisit um that i hadn't seen in a hot minute that i was like oh this held up better than i expected trigun i think trigun was the biggest surprise for me mm. i did yeah, not same. like yeah. I, I expected to like outlaw star a little bit more than i did yeah and i expected to like trigun less <laughs> and that flip mm-hmm. surprised me like i was like okay trigun has some oh, quite a lot going for it yeah compared to what i was expecting going in i will say um the one that i have wanted to continue watching more than anyone else though has been gundam way like it i i kind of really? do just want to go watch the next episodes right now. the reason why i like that i'm feeling the same way i'm just like damn because I am bound by essentially just the laws of, of good sportsmanship to not watch more of this anime. No, here's the thing. I would not say that we are bound in this way. I would oh, say that, God. like, you know, you can you can watch whatever you want to watch. Oh, fucking bless, you know, because I have been kind, and I'm about to binge all these motherfuckers. Go for it. Get yourself refreshed, because I think that'll also add some texture yeah. to the conversation, right? That's because true. then it's like, then we can talk more about if you're coming to it for the second time recently, you can talk a little bit more. I feel like you get more insights when you're watching mm-hmm. something like in succession like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel you. Um, I agree with that for sure. Absolutely. This does not have to be a reaction podcast. This is, yeah. uh, this no, is a discussion. No. Yeah. And uh, there, there's quite a lot with all of these animes. I mean, I think we could talk twice as long as we do each episode. Yeah, um, for sure. And we keep mm-hmm. things, thankfully, just short enough. For sure. The one thing that I would probably binge just for the sake of the fact that it's just got so many goddamn episodes is Sailor Moon. Because getting into Sailor Moon oh, Crystal, yeah. I was like, oh, because I had really never seen Sailor Moon before at all. I would absolutely go back and watch watch the re the reboot Sailor Moon with the actual with the episodes in order. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, yeah. I do want to see what Sailor Moon is supposed to be, not what Correct, it was. Because that was a mess. Yeah. Them nights, it, we, woo, we made it, y'all. Yeah, Our child. That was a real trial by fire. <laughs> I was looking at that. I was like, I was like, this is what they gave us when we were kids. This is why we all crazy now. This is where we got it from. Here it goes. Sailor says, ride you can the bus. Trace it back to the 1991 Deke dub. It's all there. Sailor says, ride the bus. Get out of here. Sailor says ride the bus, but also global warming. Yeah. And yet, I, I know that I, I I do think, I think we can all agree that in terms of the dub, Sailor Moon is probably the one we watched that aged the worst. Yeah. In the sense of like, For sure. this For does sure. not follow the same sort of quality of storytelling yes. we expect 
from mm-hmm. anime in the modern age. But the surprising thing there is how influential it still was despite that. The fact yeah. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. that this, uh, I, I don't want to use the word butchered, but I'm going to use it. This butchered <laughs> version of Sailor Moon was so influential that it actually inspired the modern animation we see for kids shows in the U.S. today. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, this is huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, to think about what is going to come out of like the current generation who is seeing much more like uh, true to life anime, I would assume. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I- I'm really mm-hmm, curious mm-hmm. what the next couple decades look like. Agree. Yeah, I agree. Because it's like it was I did appreciate, though, when we did Sailor Moon, even though we like fumbled the bag the first time and watched like the reboot and then Oops. we found the deke dub. It was really cool to see the deke dub because I did not remember anything about it, like from what little bit I had seen besides the besides the theme song. Um, so to see that, I was like, whoo. They let us watch anything. I mean, anything quality-wise. Huh. But it was cool because, again, it was like that was the thing. Because, I mean, I look at, like, the Naruto dubs and stuff, and for a hot minute, they kind of were like that, too, you know, when they first came out. That's right. There were there were shonen shows that are, like, running now that straddled the line between when American importers of anime were kind of embarrassed by the Japanese-ness of it yeah. to, to the current age where we're we're not apologizing for it. We're not... Like they're not even trying to. This is a genre now. It's a proper genre. It is, and these things are expected among it. Correct. I'm thinking specifically of One Piece. We are going to have to dedicate an episode at one point to the the four kids One Piece dub. I well, that's that's what what I'm saying. Is literally One Piece did this right? Like One Piece started coming out in a time when it was still kind of like we don't want to. We want to get rid of the Japanese ness of this. Yeah. And then it continued and it's still running and it's not like that anymore. Hmm. It's it's wild what it's happened. Cra- to it's that really show weird. That's kind of nuts. Okay, that's interesting cuz like that's that's what I think about. Like I think about when we started watching anime, right? And how they did try so hard to westernize and localize anime. Mm-hmm. And then as we got older and we was watching more anime that came over to the states, how there was this less there was less and less of this need to westernize and localize it. Because of, and I wonder if that has things to do with the with with the popularization of anime, with the advent of social media, and like all of these things, and like with the with the evolution of the internet. So, cultural stuff was less inaccessible to people because, like, I think of like how when when I first started watching anime, people were constantly like. I don't understand Jap- I don't understand anime or what they say Japanimation. So Damn. wacky. Yeah, it's so weird. I don't understand their cultural stuff. But then I look <laughs> now at some of the stuff that we probably learn from anime and a lot of those cultural things. Like I was just talking to I was talking to somebody the other day, maybe this morning. I don't know. It's a it's a holiday weekend here in the States and that means I haven't actually done anything to mark the passage of time today. Um but I was mm-hmm. talking about how, like, the concept, the anime concept of when something, when somebody goes, like, feet up, like, when they just go, they just, like, fall over. The, the instant one frame fall, yes. Yeah, and I was like, but if I say that to like, you know what that vibe is. Like, you know exactly, because I was explaining something in a different context. And I was like, man, I just, like, fucking anime, anime feet upped about something. And the person was like, yep. I totally get it. And it's just like, at one time, people were like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and like, shit like that is like culturally yeah. accepted. Or like, I like to, the the insane face in anime, 
which was probably popularized through manga. Like, you know, when there's like the, the camera is like above the head. And so you're like the eyes are like really sunken and the head's really stretched oh, out. Oh, yes, yes. That, I that, call it, that I call intense it like, angle. And what's that? Who's the manga artist who popularized the horror manga artist? Um, Junji Ito. Junji Ito. Junji Ito. So it's just like everybody knows what that face is. That means your character's unbroke. <laughs> It's just about to yeah, that's the like Kubrick stare of, <laughs> yeah. of TV series. Yeah. And, and, and this this sort of cultural understanding, I think it it reflects back to it's the same era, but like it's the Power Rangers idea of like, okay, well, there's this free animation or this free footage we have essentially. Right. How do we Americanize it and essentially make this a free American cartoon or mm-hmm. American TV show rather than, oh, this is a medium unto itself. And people are interested in seeing this as it is originally presented. And so this is kind of the gateway drug to that. This yeah. understanding of, oh, okay, anime has something for it that exists outside of the American sphere. Right. And outside of the the, the cultural existence. And so we can just present it as is. And mm-hmm. this is what the Toonami Adult Swim evolution is. Totally. It is the yeah. gateway between, oh, anime is so weird and... Here is Look anime at these strange as cartoons. Yes. Right. Versus right. here is here is a product, a cultural product of another nation that we're not shying away from the fact that this is a cultural product. And 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 you know, these are powerful stories for the most part. Like the, yeah. the shows that survive they are the resonate. ones that tell stories that people that people care about and resonate right. with. Yeah. Absolutely. Like it's it's one of those things where I think about how this, yeah, these animes that are just like that we're covering now, it's like, I mean, they pers- like how they most of the animes that we've covered in this season have had reverberating effects on not just their 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 genre of animation not just anime right but they have extended past you know past anime into western animation i mean sailor moon what's coming out on netflix right now be and puppycat that's like and it's like i mean sailor moon steven universe be and puppycat i I was just about to say yeah i was just about to say and there's directly directly uh, influenced by sailor moon and dbz but, but dbz the boondocks right like oh DBZ, my God. yeah, the boot, literally like, DBZ the, has come all the way around again. Like yeah. DBZ has come come full circle in the United States, and yeah. in, and there are, I mean there are places in the United States where it never really left. Right, um, right. Yeah, and so it's just like it's the way that like the it was big enough to like influence other spheres of animation, um, like down to the drawing style, but up to like like from from something as something as normal as like the the drawing style up to like. The animation style, the smoothness of frames, the way combat is done and directed on, you know, in a in an animated yeah. medium, yeah. and like all this stuff. I mean, I think about also, um, God, uh, another one probably highly influenced by Naruto. Uh, fucking, um, even though they came out around the same time, fucking Avatar: Last Airbender, fucking Jackie Chan Adventures, oh, 100%. Fucking, oh, you yeah. know Avatar, what I mean? God. Avatar is yeah. the American like. Is American I, I, I anime? <laughs> I would every argue couple that couple years because it is legitimately a pretty fucking fantastic it's show. It's really great, but it is American anime, and it is yeah. very interesting to see, especially in the early seasons, how they even directly see. Like you can find a couple of anime sweat drops along the way. Like there's some stuff yeah. in there where it's like, ooh, this is like this is wearing its influences on its sleeve. Yeah. And how it also influences already established American American comics, Teen Titans, 
right? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Go Teen Titans Go and like all sorts of stuff. Like it's like Teen Titans and stuff was done in those similar animation styles. I mean, even Batman the Animated Series was definitely borrowing some stuff. Gargoyles was too. So it's like all these things where it's like for them to be like, oh, we need to westernize this. It's like, well, I'm happy that we turned around and was like, actually, we just need to borrow because this is the stuff that, you know, and it, and it obviously influenced an entire generation of artists um, because we're seeing it more because it's our generation of artists. Yes, for y'all out there, we are practically geriatric millennials. We owe we go to bed early and shit. We're the oldest millennials, I think. We're in our 30s. Are like in the oldest categories. We're close. Um, we're in the, we're older. We're older millennials. We're generally like right in the middle, the general millennial. Because I know a couple of millennials who are like late 30s and they're still they're yeah, older I, millennials. Not quite elder millennial, but no. age, we old. aged. We old. And we tired of this shit. Get off our fucking lawn. <laughs> we ain't got no lawn. We won't pay for that shit. <laughs> the elder millennials aren't just doing podcasts about anime. They are working for Cartoon Network right, and, right. And, and other TV networks that are producing that. I would say all realms of storytelling have in some way been touched. Like mm-hmm. you can see this Absolutely a lot true. in, it, I mean, even in literature and writing and TV shows. Oh my God. An understanding of anime and what, what its defining features are yeah. can be found sprinkled throughout all of our culture these days. Mm-hmm. The, the, and the when you have the eye dynamics. for it, yeah. Well, yeah. we were just talking before this episode started, uh, Newland, about Nope. We had the yeah. Akira slide. Mm-hmm. Yep. There are yep, these yep. little homages and pieces and this acknowledgement that, okay, this stuff was influential. Right. Absolutely. I mean, and I also think of like, especially TV shows. You mentioned TV shows and it's like, oh, kingdom. <laughs> You know, like, or Into the Badlands, that one, Into the Badlands, like all this stuff. I mean, Mm. like, but we've been, I would say, I would argue TV and especially action movies have been influenced by Eastern martial arts and stuff like that for a very, very long time. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then I think that with with the popularization of wire work, when it comes to like stunt work with Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, with Jet Li, with that, like, with the 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 generation of fighters that were not just Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee. The anime elements were really able to come in, and it was like, oh, you want people to fly? We got you, kind of thing. Because it was already marrying, you know, the Chinese opera of their mm-hmm. stunt work with American stunt work and with the technology that we were beginning to have, which was really really cool. And then when the superhero book, when the superhero book, when the superhero movie began to get popular, then it was just like you know all no holds barred. Yeah, we're going all in. This is just yeah, anime now. Absolutely, pretty much. Um, um, yeah. Somebody also pointed out to me there was a big giant wrestling event this week. Wrestling is just anime now. Wrestling is anime. No, it's been anime. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. It's been anime. Yeah. What do you mean? It's been anime. I, I guess you're right. You're right. I shouldn't say it's anime now. It has been it's anime. Been Anime. Day one. Stone Cold Steve Austin is Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I should maybe go back to the drawing board with that one, but um <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin is gonna beat you up for that. There is a Vegeta somewhere in AEW. I don't know who it is. There is, I gotta send you, I gotta send you the guy. There is a there is, you know, every country that gives a shit about wrestling has their own crazy ass wrestling like WWE ass thing and I can't remember my partner showed me this dude I don't know if y'all know about him but he was like the penis shaman are y'all familiar with this dude excuse me sorry did you <laughs> say penis shaman <laughs> I need to know a little bit more I gotta look it up I gotta put it in the chat but essentially I'm not googling that this I'm not dude, doing that to my algorithm this, <laughs> this, this dude died like, like open incognito tab <laughs> 
Essentially, what happened was this dude. Ass. I think it was on like the Japanese circuit, and somebody gonna come in these comments and come for my neck because I am gonna paraphrase the shit out of this to get it wrong. But essentially, this dude was famed, and like his whole persona was based off having like the strongest dick, and like his uh, <laughs> in his like wrestling circuits. Yeah, and so he he like essentially he won a wrestling match, like because that was his whole character. He won a wrestling match, like like essentially pinning this dude to the ground with his dick. Like, cock this dude, slapping him. Yeah, this dude tried to like grab his nuts and his nuts were like too strong and like bent his I've arm out of place. I've seen this. Okay, and he, nope, this yeah. is all coming so back this guy, like a dream. <laughs> I've seen this clip. So this guy- Where so he this, tries to grab the guy's groin yeah, but he's too strong. But the groin like instead, grabs him back? he gets put into a hold yeah. by grabbing his junk. Yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> yes. So apparently wow. there was a villain in this wrestling circuit that got mad at this dude for having the strongest testicles ever and killed this dude, right? Like, killed this character. Like, this dude died. Like, WWE solid dude was murdered, assassinated. He's part of the shit. performance, not actually in real yeah, life. Yeah, he wasn't actually murdered. He wasn't actually murdered. murdered. But, but the crowd, the audience was like so mad because, you know, it was WWE, so shit happened every week. Blah, blah, blah. So people were so mad that he got killed in this cowardly way or some shit. So, because he had like the strongest dick in his, in his fucking thing, in his fucking circuit or whatever it is, I don't know the terms. He was his body, like very much like the Undertaker. His body was put on the mat, like in the ring. And these people, these 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 penis shamans, which was truly, absolutely, people wearing inflatable cocks with with hoods on them, <laughs> like like nun robes, like I nun don't know habits. How the magic works. I don't either. Like stood around him and did penis magic. I did penis shaman magic, and he was resurrected. Oh <laughs> and he was resurrected. <laughs> So this dude died and came back to life. <laughs> wow. as Nobody in the writer's room of this this wrestling match was doing essentially the piss forced call out and saying <laughs> you, like, no, man, you can't do this. <laughs> like we all like, <laughs> please you don't. You can't tell me. You can't tell me that that's not anime. Okay. You can't tell that's me anime. that's not some anime ass shit. That's a gag manga. I think, I think Gintama did that. <laughs> Boom. Like, it was like, if we can't get essentially, you can't tell me that wrestling and the first version, the first iteration of Full Metal Alchemist is not the same thing. I don't, I don't know what you want me to say. Holy shit. I don't know what you want me to say. Um, I was on Facebook the other day, um, and uh, Facebook served, you know how Facebook now serves you your, your old posts? Oh yeah, I hate that. I should turn that off. I hate that. Yeah. Uh, it served me one that where I said Full Metal Alchemist is kind of like if the Holocaust involved a lot of actual magic. Uh, and you know what? That was a wise thing to say. That was true, I think. It was not wrong. Yeah, no. It, Full Metal Alchemist is one of the most political like animes I've ever watched. Yeah, in a hot minute. Like that was one of the more, yeah, it was wild. I said that I was- as a compliment. Yeah. Yes, this is good. This is good that we can tackle big, important things through the lens of art and culture. Yeah, hey, maybe the state's not your friend. Without becoming nationalists, (laughs) looking at you, Attack on Titan, fucking weirdo. What happened there? What Apparently, ha- didn't they on? didn't they become like crazy ass fucking nationalists? Wasn't like the whole themes about this shit? Now? I don't know. I was I From watched the, the beginning. First the if you look at some of the general themes, in yeah. my opinion, and I, to be honest, I have not finished the manga. Neither have I. I haven't finished there the anime. There was some though. real like xenophobic weird yeah. themes going on and the, yeah. I know that there's some stuff with the author and some of the uh, 
things that have occurred. So I, mm-hmm. I yeah, I'm not an ex. I'm not the person to speak on it, but no. it gives me icky feelings. I read I it. Yeah, it. the when I went back and watched the first season, I was like, oh, this is a little xenophobic. And then I was reading up on it, and I was like, oh, we can a oh, little. That's intentional. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, hmm. I'm gonna just. I don't need this. I don't watch anime for this. I watch anime to get my heart ripped out, but I don't watch anime for that. I'm looking at my list of questions here. Hit me. Uh, did you uh, Did you all have any particularly, in terms of the music of the shows that we watched, did you have any particular standouts? Yes. You know, it's absolutely. always hard with the background music because other than, I think Gundam Wing had a few tracks that hit me like a train. And I was yes. like, oh, it's big boy time now. Say though, the main motif I, is great. I love it. I think it. every opening of the like, I just, I do have a special like musical place in my heart for every anime opening that's maybe ever existed. Like, <laughs> as a medium, as an art form unto itself, the, they get the, the choice of anime they openings do. and the match with animation, uh, it's good. Actually, always so good. Always so good. I guess for me, mine is I was I absolutely always. I always bust it down for Just Want Beat Communication. You can't not, because I fucking love it. Great song. Just come on. Just Want Beat Communication. Let me tell you, that song, so I remember I was, I was editing the show and I came across that bit where I'm talking about how Gundam Wing got second place to Evangelion. Yeah. Yes. Cruel Angel's Thesis and Just Communication are very similar pieces of music. Cruel Angel's Thesis also fucking slaps. Have also we one, s- of the, one of the greatest yeah. TV it's themes so of all time. so fucking good. Have we seen the Black Gospel Choir that went all the way to Japan and like yeah. sang this Hell shit? yeah. So yeah. fucking good. So fucking good. It's so good. Um, that one, I can't not because like Just Wild Be Communication was amazing. It was not the first anime OST I, me- I memorized in Japanese. Um, it was not the first. It was not the last. <laughs> it's amazing to me that, that that they put just communication in there, given yeah. that like the treatment that was being done. Again, this was the time when we're embarrassed about how Japanese this is. We're yeah. we're cutting things out. Gundam Wing, I guess, was kind of an outlier, like in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. in terms of that because it was it seems it was fairly untouched down to the fact that as i mentioned in the first episode we do on gundam wing everyone taps the r in hito's name which yeah. is not what you do in english i would argue the reason why that happened is because if i recall correctly gundam wing actually aired twice a day it aired on tsunami like oh. like like um I think like Samurai Champloo, it aired on Toonami during the day and it tended to be edited. But it also aired at night on um, Adult Swim and it was un- it was either less edited. So like, you know, it was more for mature audiences, like it was edited for M or fully uncut. So wow. I think that's the difference is that because it was being done on two different slots. Because I remember being able to catch it at night while it was also airing on Toonami. I could be wrong about that, but I know there was a couple of those that you could see during it the day. It did air on both. I don't know if it was yeah. at the same time, but I do know that it, it yeah. was on both uh, platforms. 
And I know that they still absolutely cut the season down for time because I didn't I didn't realize it was a 50 episode series until we came yeah, came back to watch it. I thought it was only like 25, 26. So when I oh, turned really? around, I was like, yeah, I thought it was only 25, 26. And so when I came back to see it, I was like, hold on, there's 50 of these motherfuckers? So they must have cut a lot of filler. Well, not really filler, but a lot of like setting up stuff and just like pop through it. They might have done that. I don't remember it all from start to finish, but I do remember that it wasn't nearly as big, as long as it was when I was a kid. I didn't realize it was that long. Hmm. So that means they probably just didn't air certain episodes. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, So I think it's that. Um, But I also think about how Sailor Moon, when we watched the the Sailor Moon Crystal that one time and how we had the theme song without the lyrics. And then they gave you lyrics in the 1995 version, which is the lyrics that everybody knows for Sailor Moon, right? It's a catchy tune. Yeah. Just to be clear, what we watched it wasn't Sailor Moon Crystal. That's um, right. Sailor Moon oh, Crystal is its own thing. thing. Yeah. That's a different yeah, thing. Sailor yeah, Sailor Moon Crystal is like the Dragon Ball Z Kai of that's Sailor Moon. Right, that's no, right. No, even more right. so, is fully reanimated. I mean, oh, for real? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's in the style of the manga compared to the sort of oh. animaz- animization of the, mm-hmm. the original. Um, that's right. Very much worth watching like one episode of each side by side just to, mm-hmm. to get a little bit of that. It's fun. Yeah. Neat. But... Yes. So, but like the the 1990, the Deke version had the theme song, but the one that we watched on accident the first time did not. Like it didn't have the lyrics to the theme song. Right? Right, right. And and what I noticed, interestingly, is they changed the music as well. They They like redid, it's a cover of the theme song. It's not just the theme song with with English lyrics over it. Right. They they re-recorded it with different instruments and like, in some cases, different melodies. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was a different arrangement, so yeah, that was a that was a thing. But I did, I was I busted down for that Sailor Moon theme song. I absolutely did, and I would get way too hype at the battle sting for um for Gundam Wing. That main motif in Gundam Wing's OST is so good. It's so good. All of the tracks are like a minute and a half long, which is a a huge achievement to me that that they are so short and they pack so much. They're they're so dynamic. They're so great. In that very short runtime. Yes. Um, The thing, and and I don't know, I was, I I listened to a lot more of the music, I think, on its own because I I, I like fine tracks to put in the show. Mm -hmm. Um, (gasps) Oh no, I forgot my favorite. Oh, the Trigon ending? The Trigon ending is really good. Oh, Trigon good music ending. show is great. So good. So good. I really, <laughs> I feel very strongly, actually, about the music in Trigon. Um, and the Trigon yeah. music slaps. It's very good. Cool. The music is great. It's full of these, it's so interesting. And the if you, the composer put a bunch of albums out. Mm-hmm. Um, where he kind of riffs on the music and like does little different things. So I think if you like the Trigon music, you should check those out because they're yeah. very interesting. Clearly a guy who really thinks deeply and cares deeply about music and is interested in like pushing the boundaries of music. Yeah. Um, they're just the sound, the like blending of styles, the fusion of like this kind of Wild West inspired stuff plus like really weird atonal melodies and you know, unusual rhythms and time signatures. It's just yeah. very interesting music. 
Mm-hmm. I agree. But my favorite music out of season yes, one. Yes, please was, tell us your favorite music. Ten- I want to know. My favorite music out of season one was from Tenchi. I of mean, course it was. This is like, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna, pro- I'm probably gonna just keep talking about Tenchi for most of this episode because. <laughs> The thing I mentioned at the very beginning is that the reason I started this podcast is so I could have an excuse to rewatch Tenchi Muyo. We, we know. Um, we know. That has not served me wrong at all. <laughs> uh, it's, it was a great show. I loved watching it again. I was pleasantly surprised. I enjoyed it. I never see. I had a good time. I really love Tenchi. I was like, hold on. Okay. I could watch. I can watch like Tenchi Universe. I can watch. I, the I judged it too harshly from the outside. watching it it was a fun time i tweeted about this but here's the thing that i i now feel is is a truth in my heart if you watched tenchi muyo as a, as a youngster <laughs> and you in 2022 are thinking i liked tenchi muyo but i think tenchi himself is a boring character mm-hmm. you got to rewatch that thing yeah and, and we made that we made that assertion on this podcast but i think we were proven wrong like this yeah. is yeah, not in the first episode i definitely lean towards oh He's just generic anime harem protagonist. Yeah. But uh, by the end of even this first OVA, I think he had more character he's, than I. He's like a he's like a shitty little guy. Like he's, <laughs> he's sarcastic <laughs> and guy, like yeah. kind of impatient sometimes. And Absolutely. like he has flaws. He's mm-hmm. he's an interesting guy. And yeah. like I think I think there are a lot of things that are silly about Tenchi Muyo as a series. Um but there is there is a charm and a lightness to it all that is intoxicating, frankly. And mm-hmm. I think the ending theme is maybe one of my favorite pieces of music of all time uh, from that first OVA. That's real. It it's really very good. good. It fucking slaps. Um, and the what this is so cool. The singer for the English version is a, a singer named Sharon Scott. Mm-hmm. She actually went on tour with the singer of the Japanese version. That's awesome. And they perform that song together on stage. That's very cool. That's magic. That's dope. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. I love that. Very neat stuff. I love that. I just, the, w- there wasn't a single, like there was a couple of other ones that I didn't mention because I do like Just Love, which is the ending song of Gunna Wing. Just Love. That one's good. And the ending song for Outlaw Star. Is really good. Oh yeah, and what a departure from the rest of the music in the series that is too. Because it's so quiet. It's very quiet. It's very slow. It it features yeah. acoustic instruments, which it's I'm pretty sure the rest cool of the down. series just yeah, doesn't. like this humongous like orchestra. It's got all these stringed instruments and stuff, and like it's it's really it's like it's well, like I said that, but now that I'm thinking about it, there are horns and strings in the in the opening, I believe. Of Outlaw Star. Yes, I believe. Yeah. It could be synthesizer. Oh, it's kind of synthesizer. I'm actually very proud of myself to be able to pull these out like at the drop of a hat because I didn't yeah, listen I, to I could not do that, Stevie. I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> Same <laughs> composer as Gundam Wing. Oh, I mentioned that on the show once. But That's right. Lost that. I That's think. right. I won that. I got that in trivia. But it is the same guy, Ko Otani. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, so that's that. I could, I mean, yeah. So I just like that's the one that's like the most like that's the one ending song that's like the chillest out of all of this ones that we watched. It was like the ending song about Lost Star. Um, because the rest of them were very city poppy, which was pretty cool. Ah man, see, I love. I'm a huge city, love pop city pop fan. I fucking love city pop. Oh it's going to be very hard for me if we cover the second Tenchi Muyo OVA. It's going to be very hard for me to resist putting the first OVA's ending over <laughs> over our wrap up because the Just second OVA's it. ending theme, I might. For, that's a little I'm, treat for Newland. I mean, that's a Newland treat. You, you I'm the deserve. editor. I'm allowed to. You deserve. Yeah, you, you, you actually, you really deserve. So you can do whatever you want. You know, we're not going to care. Hey, uh, I'm I'm looking at our our, our timestamps here, and I, I do I know that we're going agendaless today. But yes. I feel like we do have a couple of like points we need to hit here. Okay. And I'm wondering okay, sure. if now is the time for us to start to talk about what the next season looks like. Okay, sure. Ooh, yes. um, so I don't remember if we talked about this while we were recording or not, but I've, I figured the best way for us to like pick things with like general equality is for each of the three of us to have like one thing that we're definitely going to go with. Uh, so that brings us up to three. Then pick mm-hmm. one from the audience, and then okay. like collaborate the three of us on picking a fifth. I like that. That feels very like that. Um, democratic. Unlike the should we start by live. taking a look at that listener survey? Yeah. Yes, please. And, and I'm going to tell you there. It's a it it is a fairly tight race. Um, and I did allow mm. people to vote for more than one, which gives you a better representation of what, what yes. people actually want. Um, take note of that, United States. <laughs> <laughs> Ranked voting. The, the winner is Trigun. Um, oh, really? They want us to come back than, to Trigun. More than half of the respondents picked Trigun. However, wow. behind by one is Sailor Moon. Ooh, okay. Well, that one got a lot of listens. People really liked us covering Sailor Moon. They actually did, yeah. That was like a major popularity moment, you know, mm-hmm. behind the curtain was when we started on Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was a surprise to me. Number three, right behind that with only one less vote, it's Tenchi. <laughs> people really <laughs> like Tenchi. Now, this is the big surprise, though, which is we didn't get a lot of people who were itching for us to get back to Gundam Wing. I wonder, I wonder if that's because it's the most uh, recent. That might, yeah, I was just say that also might be recency. I wonder if, if that's, that's because true. Folks the took recent. the listener survey right when it came out. We'd only released... I think One, maybe not Gundam even Wing. that first Gundam Wing episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it if it suffered from from time, if time and its ravages got to it first. If we're just going by by straight up, what got the most votes? The audience pick for season two is Trigun. It's. I mean, I'm mad at it. I'm mad. I'm not mad at I'm that happy either. to watch six we more can, episodes of Trigun. <laughs> really love to get back to Trigun. We can find out about that light bulb, baby. What's that light bulb been saying about? Yes. You- oh my god! I can finally uh, someday. I would love to open up the Trigun wiki. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I would, <laughs> someday I'm gonna get on that TV tropes page, and I'm gonna because I don't know if y'all do this. Whenever I watch a TV show or a movie, I'm always immediately bopping over to IMDb, TV tropes, Wikipedia. Everything. Oh, really? Like I like to just yeah. absorb all of the trivia, all of the like behind the scenes weirdness. I do that um, once I finish something because I did that once for something for myself for Westworld. I was trying to look up 
all of the the Easter eggs uh, in the TV show Westworld that were that were callbacks and homages to the the Ooh, Yule movie. Brenner movie, and I yeah. fucked myself up for the end of season one. I wrecked my shit. I was so mad oh. at myself. I spoiled it for myself. That was me with when I looked up Zach's Marquis on the. Yeah, you the sure movie. the fuck did. You sure the fuck did. I heard you. I heard you ruin your life. I heard you do that. Someone should have said that, like, this guy's a walking spoiler. Do not look anything up about him. Because the, the other characters, like, with the exception of Relina, who we learn her thing very early. Yeah. Like, with Hito Yui does not really have, like, secrets. You know what I mean? Like, no. Like, Maxwell. <laughs> no. These five dudes are, no like, secrets. exactly what they say on the tin. They're pre- babies. Yeah. They're, They're babies. babies. <laughs> they don't have, they have not been on this planet long enough to have done things no. in the past. No, no, <laughs> no. See, I trusted you. I trusted your ability to discern a spoiler because you had seen this before. And I yeah. was like, okay. I should have I thought, hey, the guy who always wears a mask, maybe mask? you shouldn't poke into his history. <laughs> I I shared this in the Discord, but I did get a little spoiled on Gundam Wing by a, a Gundam figure. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. You accidentally saw. I accidentally saw Zex without his mask and also the Tall Geese Three. Yes, the Tall Geese Three. Congratulations, y'all three. played yourself by being on the motherfucking Not two, internet. Two, three. <laughs> I know what. Hold on. Congratulations, y'all. How many times is he gonna blow this motherfucker up? <laughs> Twice, as a matter of fact, uh, you're gonna blow that bitch answered, up twice. Answered. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I feel like I have not seen a whole lot of Gundam shows, but I feel like in every Gundam show I have seen, a major character loses a Gundam, has yeah. to go through a like, like a, a long dark night of the soul, and then they're reunited with whatever their Gundam was, Mark II, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like in shonen fighting anime when. It's like when Goku gets killed at the beginning of Dragon Ball. Like Goku dies at the beginning of DBZ and then has to yeah, go you train bring, on King. You got to bring your heroes down. Yeah. And then the, yeah. that makes the power up even more powerful when they show and, up. And then uh, and then Akira Toriyama was like, "Oh, this is a good this is a good shape for a story arc. I'm going to just <laughs> right? do this. I, let me do this 9 or 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> what if all my characters go to heaven?" <laughs> um the home okay. or the home for infinite losers. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> hey, do you know what I think would be a really good compromise for us hmm. to like yeah. watch a shonen series? Yeah. Uh, is to watch the fucking Dragon Ball Z Ocean dub. I mean, Ooh, <laughs> is yeah. that your vars- is that your vanity pick? Is your vanity pick the no, Dragon Ball not. Z Ocean? It's not. <laughs> it's not. We're holding these close. Okay. Uh, but but I would I think that would be fun just generally yeah. because it's very different. Um, the the character interpretations are so like in some cases completely the opposite of what the current Funimation cast does. And did y'all know that the fucking Ocean Dub is still running? Where it, conti- it, it continued for a very long time. Like it it stopped in America oh. with the with Goku arriving on Namek and taking Raccoon out. Like that was the last okay. episode of the Ocean Dub that we got in the United States. Okay. But it continued. They finished Dragon Ball Z that that company. Wow. They finished the whole damn thing. Um, And I would love to see what they did with it. Like, honestly, because one of the cool things about DBZ as a show is it's so long running that the the actors have gotten a a, a shitload of experience with these characters and have refined them to the point that they are like as perfect as they can be. And I'm sure that happened with the Ocean Dub cast as well. Yeah. Yeah. That now that actually I'm interested. Now I'm interested. I was just ready um, for the goofs. Now I'm actually interested as a scholar and, of the art. And also, 
I'm I just can't I can't say enough good things about Ryan Drummond's Vegeta. Um, yeah. I know everyone on planet Earth disagrees with me on this, <laughs> but I love how I just love a nasty, shitty, slimy, disgusting villain. I love when they sound. I love That's when real. they sound like this. And they're tremendously <laughs> evil. <laughs> I immeditely know who the bad guy is now. Yeah, yep. that's true. I don't have to think about it. There he is. There he is. Uh, so what do you want to do? You want to do vanity picks? I think we should do vanity picks, and then we'll collaborate on number five together. That sounds good. So okay. our, our first pick, thanks to the listeners, is Trigun. Revisit yep. Trigun. Sounds good. Yep. 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 What I'll just put mine on the table. I'm yeah. put, put mine on the table. It's Tenchi Muyo OVA number two, baby. I knew okay. it. Okay. I'm happy about it. Okay. There are some tremendous episodes in there. Um, we'll get to meet the Tenchi series' second main antagonist, who is a little bit more interesting than Kagato, I think. Um, yeah. We'll also get, uh, gosh, I'm trying to rack in my brain. There's some very interesting episodes um, that deal with the, the, the <laughs> that deal with Ryoko. <laughs> <laughs> what? Going to be a fucking cliche of myself. Um, there's an episode that has two Ryokos in it and I can't get mad about that. That's okay. really good. Um, and yeah, I think the show, oh man. And some of the series best comedy comes in at the very end of that. Mm, um, okay. at the very end of that OVA, uh, where we meet some more characters that are part of the sort of periphery of the Tenchi mm. Muyo universe. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm that's not my mad pick. about that. I am mad at it. I am mad at it. And it's only six episodes instead of seven, so we're not going to have to cram uh, like we did. Three into one episode. That's not yeah. bad. I don't <laughs> hate that. I don't hate that. Okay. All right, Kostrak, what's yours? All right. I've deliberated long and hard about this, and I'm actually, I. to be fair, I am a guy who I do like eat my veggies first. And my, <laughs> my yeah, two same. favorite anime that I do very much want to cover, I want to actually save for a little bit further down the line. Okay. And there is one that I have recently started watching with Rachel that I had mm-hmm. not explored at the time that actually uh, I have some very interesting thoughts about already. <laughs> so my my pick uh, for our second season is Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's good. I'm so glad you said I that. I have had multiple people come up to me about this one. Rachel uh, revealed to me that her one of her Ryokos comes from this show. So is we've it got the redhead? Because some... is it the redhead? Is it Kurama? The... I bet it's Kurama. It is Hiei. Uh, what? We'll into... <laughs> it's Hiei? We will get into that. Okay. <laughs> okay. What an interesting and unique choice. I'm not... I'm not, that sounded so mean. I'm not being rude. I've just never heard anyone say that before. I know, right? So we have a lot to discuss there, and I am uh, really excited to see more of it, having watched some of it myself. I feel like it perfectly encapsulates this era that we're aiming for. Yeah. And I, the fact that there is a live action Netflix version coming up up for it, (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. this is one I really want to make sure we, we spend some time with. Yes, I love Stevie, that. Stevie, we're all yeah. waiting. Okay, yeah, you, so yeah. I had two, but I was going back through the the um, the listener survey, and a lot of people picked one of my first ones, which is like one of my favorites. It's like 
it's, it's really good. I'm pretty sure it's Watanabe. It's one of my faves, but a lot of people called it out. So maybe we'll I'll keep that in the pocket as a vanity pick for later. But one, we were just talking about how we didn't cover this specific genre last season. And mm. it reminded me that I'm like, oh, we haven't touched Slice of Life oh. in a minute. And I'm like, let me go with the most unhinged Slice of Life I can think of. And baby, my vanity pick is Shin-Chan. Crayon Shin-Chan. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. Crayon Shin-Chan, baby. This crazy-ass five-year-old. <laughs> has I am altered... blown out of my seat <laughs> by this pick, Stevie. I fucking... Crayon Shin-Chan was one of the first... And like the dub was one of the first anime characters I tried to emulate. Like when people were like, "Oh, you should be a voice actor." It was probably one of the first characters I ever tried to imitate in my whole life. Crown Shinchan is a mess. This is crazy ass five year old who is gross, but is five and has an alter ego as like I think it's like diaper baby or something. It's ridiculous. It's a good. He has to go to kindergarten. He's the literal fucking worst. Crown Shinchan is such a badass kid, and I really think. <laughs> that we will have a good time watching Crayon Shin-Chan. I am... <laughs> season two is going to be so wild. This is, oh yeah, this is really shaping up. Uh, Crayon <laughs> Shin-Chan, I, ha- I have not watched a single second of Crayon Shin-Chan. <laughs> I have only ever seen clips. I don't think I've ever sat down and watched an episode of this show. I have no idea huh. if it's going to be good or not because I remember watching it as a child and being like, this is... Stupid as hell, but in like a good way. He's just a bad kid. He's so bad. <laughs> wow. We've got a great lineup already. I have, um, I, when I was a kid, very glad you picked Yu Yu Hakusho, Max, because I never engaged with it as a youngster for whatever reason. Like, I think for mm. some reason the animation style turned me off. Um, but knowing mm. now that it, it it is like so tied up with all of these other animes. Um, yeah. It, you know, it, it like, is a huge gap for me, and having watched these first two episodes, the influence I can already see, and the discussions that we're going to have, man, there's a lot here. Yeah, and Crayon Shinchan, like the reputation <laughs> precedes it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everybody, I feel like everyone knows this show, <laughs> even if they don't know the name. They could put, oh, that little grandma, that little kid, child. yes, that little poopy baby, yes. It's very, very funny. Yes. It's so funny because he's like this little I, kid. He's It's great. It's about this little kid exploring the world because he's five around just adults. Hmm. And it's like this whole thing about like how kind of adults teach kids like kids retain the worst lessons. <laughs> I love Shin-Chan. <laughs> now, I do recall that at some point I came across some trivia that was like, oh, this this person from this anime that we're watching now also worked on Shin-Chan, but I can't remember what it was. It might have been, was it the director? Was it Mitsuru Hongo? Yeah, what sorry, fucking, was, yeah. oh my God. Oh my fucking God. Mm-hmm. Huh? The director mm-hmm. of Crayon Shin-Chan, Mitsuru Hongo, was the yeah. director of one of our other anime series that we covered in season one. Wait, what? Um, uh, I'm thinking... <laughs> Um. What? No, <laughs> I I, nothing. Nothing. Outlaw Star. What? Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Oh. Per- correct. I love this. Correct. Season two good. is going to be so good. 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 Um, good. We have one more to pick, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I'm also like, I I put a question in here about what's another like a new show you want us to watch in season two. Hmm. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I'll just rattle a few off. Um, so like people mentioned things, something that came up a lot was a show called Princess Tutu. Either of y'all familiar with this? I've never heard of that. Uh, The title is somewhat familiar, but I couldn't tell you anything. Uh, my dear friend Marn from the, uh, Moonshot Network has been recommending this to me for a while. Okay. Hmm. Let's see. We also got people telling us to watch Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Another big classic. Samurai Samurai Shampoo Shampoo? was my, was my other vanity pick, but a lot of people suggested it. And so I was like, I do love Samurai Shampoo. Fooly Cooly is also a good hit. That one's really good too. That's one of the ones I had in my back pocket. And it's short. uh, I think season three, we're going to get weirder. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Season three. Well, the thing about Fooly Cooly is we could just fucking watch the whole thing. In one it season. is yeah. six episodes. Yeah, because yeah, Fooly Cooly yeah, is only six, six episodes. episodes the, first, the first thing is six episodes. So we could absolutely do that super fast. So People also brought up Ranma one half a lot. Yo. Interesting to oh, me. yeah. I know. Very I saw classic. Ranma. Yeah, that one's. You know which one I'm surprised that I didn't see a lot on here? Roroni Kenshin. Because that's old like that Ranma and a half. That is also another one yeah. I had in that's my head. That's old yeah. like Ranma and a half, too. It's strange to me to think about it, but I think Rurouni Kenshin has kind of faded from the public consciousness more yeah. than some of the other shows that were on at this time. I feel like Rurouni um, Kenshin was old, was an older anime when we were kids. Does, does that make sense? Like, I feel like a Rurouni Kenshin came true. up in like the late 80s and yeah. when we were little. So like Rurouni Kenshin was already old by the time it hit the States. Not not saying that it's probably not legit. I'm just saying that it wasn't it wasn't new at the time like some of these other ones were. So. Well, we also there was a period. I correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't we learn some fairly unsavory things about the the author of the manga? Yeah, I not that so. we're like no. financially we supporting did. this guy in yeah. any way. Mm-hmm. But um, b- but perhaps that contributes to why it's kind of fallen off in the in the con- yeah. in the collective unconscious. Maybe isn't Fruits Basket the one about if you kiss the person they turn into to an animal? Isn't that Fruits Basket? That is ex- that's exactly right. Yes. I would I wouldn't hate Fruits Basket. That would be fun. Yeah, Fruits Basket could be fun. The people also mentioning Lupin the Third, which I've never seen. I, everybody, I, I know everyone I've seen loves some Lupin. of it. I feel like I've seen a movie. Some of a movie. I haven't seen a Caliostro lot of probably. Maybe yeah, probably the Castle of Caligosto. Yeah, that maybe I can't remember, but I am familiar, and I do like the fact that Lupin the Third is actually. I think Lupin the Third is a adaptation or inspired by the french author who wrote about the who wrote the the thief lupin i'm pretty there sure there is a, a a live action film based on that source material yes that you can watch on netflix right now called lupin and i was like whoa shit they made a live action lupin the third but no it's it's just no it's just based on the same thing as lupin yeah it's based on the same source material so i was like hmm. and i do i was like that's pretty fun that's pretty fun <laughs> Um, but I know I've seen it. I know I've seen some of it before. It's very um, Dick Dastardly kind of stuff, but I do like it. It's cool. It's a cool animation style. It's a cool old school animation hey, style. Here's another one that's going to hit you in terms of old anime. Hmm. Inuyasha. Yo, I saw that oh. and I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should do Inuyasha. <laughs> I yeah, mean... Maybe Inuyasha is a good idea. Let's look at the spread right now. Look at the spread. It's Trigun, okay. Tenshi Muyo OVA 2. Mm-hmm. Yu Yu Hakusho and Shin Chan. So we've got Space Western, yep. Harem Slice of Life, mm-hmm. uh, Shonen Sci Fi. Yeah, Shonen Sci Fi. Supernatural. And then comedy. like Comedy Slice of Life. Yeah, Comedy Slice of Life. Ooh, somebody got Revolutionary Girl Uteno on here. 
Utena would be pretty fucking good Ut- too. I mean, there's a lot good. of there's there so many that choice, we are going you know? to cover. The question is, yeah, what fits good here in season two? Right. Now well, here is something a, we don't have a shoujo, a shoujo, so we don't have like a mm-hmm. magical girl. Yeah, here's what we're missing. Um, we're missing a shoujo. Mm-hmm. We're missing a like real slice of life. Well, no, Crayon Shinchan I think would count because yeah. it, is, it is mostly just about being a kid. Yeah. Even though it is fucking wacky and off the wall. Yeah. Um, we're also missing a Mecca show. Ooh. And people and a lot of people many. a lot of people referred Escaflone. They really did. Escaflone, Escaflone was popular. And, and, and I will one peek behind the curtain here. I have sent out some um guest host like I've been sending out guest host feelers. Mm-hmm. And among the responses that I've gotten for that, um there are uh, there have been some people already interested in watching Escaflone with us. Ooh. Um, now, like that, I don't want that. That that shouldn't be too much of a thumb on the scale because there were just as many people who sent back um, on on that particular form that they'd be interested in watching like Serial Experiments Lane or mm. oh. um, uh, FLCL with us. Yeah. Um, I I am down for. Escafone or Fuli Kuli um, or Inuyasha. Mm. I'm down for any yeah, of these those good things. Picks. Man, these are, these are, this is, this is such a tough decision. <laughs> these are all anime I want to watch. Like there's, yeah. there are too Kuli, many desserts Escafone, in front Inuyasha. of me. <laughs> so, oh, so you're, so you're at the, you're at the early Olive Gardens with the dessert trays that walk around? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, Okay. So I'm trying to base this on, so have y'all seen, y'all have seen Fooly Cooly, all, all, both of you? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And I've I have Fooly too. Mm-hmm. Um, how about Escaflone? I think Never. I saw one episode when I was like 10 because it was one of the first things Same. that came over to the States and then like for some reason it disappeared and for the longest time I thought I yeah. was crazy. And then no, I think same. I asked exact y'all, I was same. like, have you, is Escaflone a real thing? And y'all were like, yes. Is this and I real? Felt, Did I imagine this? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> this and then I felt like I woke up and was finally able to join reality because I was like, I could have sworn that this was not a real anime and I just streamed it up. And no, it's real. <laughs> so I would like to be like, what the fuck was that? Because I remember I saw it and it was like, what is this? And then it was gone for forever like a unicorn. So I could watch Escaflone. Uh, and, and do either of y'all have experience with Inuyasha? Yes, I have None. seen some of it. Sush- uh, what was his name? Uh, Inuyasha's brother, Sashomaru. Sush- Sashomaru. Sashomaru. Sashomaru a snack. Sashomaru is a pretty man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Sorry, no. It's just the intonation. It wasn't. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'd be like, Sashomaru, what that tail do, baby? What that tail do? Mm. We all is somebody. Want a man who have tail. Look, Sashomaru deserves to be catcalled. I will say it. Shishomaru is a hottie. I don't give a fuck. Shishomaru is a hottie. Come on. He's great. All I remember from Inuyasha was that the lady tells him to sit and he does and he has to. Like yeah, he feels he's compelled like a, and must. Isn't he like a dog. fox demon or a dog demon? He's a dog. He's a dog. He says he's Half a fox, but he's demon. a dog. 
Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's half dog demon. So I do know that it's we got that's a supernatural thing because she has to cheek. It's a fantasy. I know it's a romance. I don't know how quickly it turns into a romance, but I know it turns into a romance at some point because she's like the daughter, not the daughter, the descendant of a priestess or something. And so that can be kind of cool. Mm. But I do. I am familiar enough with it to know that Shishomaru is a hottie. So I don't know if that has any bearing on anything. Okay, um, let me look something up real quick. Oh my god. Okay, Inuyasha has 167 episodes. Ew, David. Um, <laughs> That's Visions a lot. Of Escaflo- Visions of Escaflone got 26. Hey. I, th- I am leaning towards Escaflone as I one that we, we have no Escaflone. experience because for me, the, I really, we have to cover Inuyasha at some point, despite its yeah. length. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it also shares some similarity in its in in the way it covers Japanese culture and mythology with Tenchi and Yu Yu Hakusho that I yeah. feel like we'll True. lean a little bit True. too much towards that side. And yeah. I do like the idea of balancing us out with some mech Same. Uh, action. I would also argue that it also does that, and when it comes to, I think when it comes to icon, like I like the the like how iconic Inuyasha was, it's up there with Sailor Moon. So it's one of those things Absolutely. where, because it's just it's one of those other long long running ones that people were definitely like this was their portway into an their portway their portal into anime. Like this might have been one of their first exposures, and so we we hit like two of those um, in the last season. So I think that for those of us who tried to consume anything that didn't look American. Uh, for those of us who are like, was Escaflone real? We are here to tell you that yes, it was, and we will review it to to validate you. <laughs> <laughs> I am you know. so excited for this right. season. This season's gonna, season be two is gonna be great. I'm very uh, excited. Do you all have an, Do you all have any objection with with the order I have rendered it in? No, I do not. Uh, I've got it. Lo- I've got the lineups right now at Trigon, Tenshi, Yu Yu Hakusho, Shin Chan, and then finish up with Escaflone. No, I think that. that's perfect. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. That's dope. Well, hey, look, there it is. That's season two of After School Anime Club. We put it together. I'm going to put together like a schedule. Okay. A tentative schedule so that people can, you know, see that, plan around it. Plan your anime um, watching around our club, please. Yeah, do it. Mm-hmm. I, I, Come prepared. I feel like we're 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 heading towards a wrap-up, but before we do, I did have one more segment I kind of wanted to cover. Oh, sure. Corrections. <laughs> oh, yes, please. <laughs> Let's get corrections so, out of the way. We are not experts. <laughs> we God, sure are not. We just say some bullshit. And I want to <laughs> appreciate some of the folks who've reached out on Twitter or th- through Discord directly to me. <laughs> I just oh, have no. two. Okay? I just have two. Um, and one of them's not even really a correction, but one of them was we did mention, um, and this was one of our preview clips, uh, that Gundam's. Uh, the pilots do not exist in the belly of the Gundam. That was a, a, a mistake <laughs> on my part. They do exist in the ribs, so they're a little bit more of the heart of the Gundam. I really Rather like than um, the baby or um, a weird piece of bread that they are digesting. So you are telling me that all Gundams are not female because my reality's been shattered and I hate that. Well, they, we know they all have heart, so I'm actually not going to say no to that yet. <laughs> Okay, Valen. <laughs> okay, Valen. Okay, uh, the the other it. one, the other one comes down to Stevie. One of your questions, which was, um, and I know someone on Twitter would reach out to us about this. Donald is capable 
of killing people. <laughs> Donald Duck. I apologize. Yeah. He has. He, uh, he was a major force in World War II. I did forget this about his true. propaganda videos. Somebody did um, mention that that he does have PTSD. So yeah. Full correction on my part. I still think that Daffy has more of the bloodthirst in him. <laughs> but I will admit that Donald can, he has the capacity to kill. I mean, <laughs> I, I asked that question and people were absolutely gripped by it. Uh, it is fascinating. Did oh you all God. run into any other, did anyone reach out to you, any corrections or anything that we had missed? No, um, nobody came to me about or, it. Uh, oh, am I merely the target of the ire? The, <laughs> I think you might just be the target. You're the most approachable out of the three of us, I guess. I probably come off as a huge potch, so it's fine. I threaten uh, people. What? With, Sorry, that, 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 a, I, huge I that. Me, a huge bitch. A huge bitch. No, I come, what? I don't know. I probably come off as really intimidating. Do you see I, my Twitter? I must disagree. Please do my... not talk about my friend that way. Oh, yeah. I just know Kata and I have a stick in my profile picture. I probably look very scary. I don't know. I don't know. And I cackle like a witch. I will curse you. It's fine. But <laughs> like, I'm like, Another no. Another endearing quality. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, somehow I know that you'll curse me and I'm still not like afraid of you, Stevie. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Newland. I would never curse you unless agitated to the point of needing to cast the hex. It's a lot of work mm-hmm, to curse mm-hmm. an individual who doesn't live not only in the not commit. the same state, but the same time zone as you. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Rule I gotta, number I, one of cursing someone is you've really got to commit to it. I got to get your hair. I got to wait for moon. That's a lot of work, man. That's a lot of The effort. reagents. You telling me? You telling me? We're not an omnicrafter over here. That's a lot of work. That's a whole lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> cursing people's uh, energy. Somebody also did, uh, a, a friend didn't. of mine, uh, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Max, probably was the one who pointed this out to you as well, that Donald is not only like, not only has he been in World War II and probably killed some Nazis, but he did he he is canonically the most powerful magic user in the Final Fantasy. Uh, Wait, is that ca- canon? That is canon. He did cast a spell that was so strong it killed him. Um, hmm. And apparently, he, can, he, only- he can probably cast Ultima, can't he? I mean, that's oh yeah, oh yeah, that's no sweat. The bar is no sweat. yeah okay. I think Donald can cast Ultima. I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. Um, huh. And Daffy, could, I get more uh, of a. I, okay, now all I can think about is Donald casting meteor <laughs> and getting his hand on some black materia. <laughs> <laughs> Please let me write the next Kingdom Hearts game. Can somebody <laughs> wait? Can I can't I cannot do it? But can anybody talk like Donald Duck and then like say meteor no. in Donald Duck? Nobody, <laughs> no, nobody no. in the world except no. the person who does Donald Duck's voice, and they clone that man so that they can oh. have another one when he dies. Don't. Sometimes I can do the noise he makes when he gets mad, but I can't do the voice. <laughs> See, now I've done that, and my partner's going to hear this. Charlie's going to hear this, and then no. like three weeks later, out of nowhere, I'm just going to hear him yell meteor from the bathroom in the Donald Duck voice, and I will be ruined for forever. Now picture this. <laughs> you've, you've picked up Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake Part Three, which my, my guess is, is it's going to be called- by- Tetsuya Nomura. My guess is it's going to be called Final Fantasy VII Reunion. Pin that right there. Uh, Yep. (laughs) Final Fantasy VII Reunion comes out. Yeah. Sephiroth steps out. His music starts playing. And next to him. No. (laughs) (laughs) Double boss battle. (laughs) It's Donald fucking Duck. 
Oh, except he's only got one wing. Bump, 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 bump. No, because he's given his other wing to Sephiroth. No. One winged duck. Oh no. It's just like so what that is is that like when the chorus goes Sephiroth right after that and that Donald downbeat, Duck you hear wow like you hear like the Donald Duck quack go <laughs> I cannot believe it it matches the cadence. Donald Duck <laughs> If anybody has the ability to just create that Donald two second Duck. sound clip, I, it will be my buzzer forever. <laughs> <laughs> it is um, Donald Duck, Donald Duck, Donald Duck. It is Donald Duck, Donald Duck, Donald Duck, and Sephiroth. Yeah, absolutely. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> I can't wait for this game. So there's only one more note that I have on the um, agenda for today that we didn't yeah. really that that I want to touch on, which is mm-hmm. I don't know what made me put this. I don't know what was happening in my life when I wrote this. I saw this. It just says, what if Matt Berry did anime voiceovers? What were you thinking? Yeah. Nolan! Relina! <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> That's worth it, though. That's worth it. Matt Berry should be like everybody's, like, all the dads. Like, all the anime dads. Like... Like, what would Matt Berry sound like if he was Prime Minister Darlayan? Like, I think he would be Things great. Things would have gone different. Things would have gone different for he Prime would, Minister he wouldn't have been. He wouldn't have been slapped what. in the face. He wouldn't have been slapped in the face. Like, like he's somebody's gal Tuesday if it was Matt Berry voicing that man. He wouldn't have taken that. Matt Berry wouldn't have stood for that. I tell you that right now. I, you know, we do have, um, not on the docket for season two, but ahead of us, we do have some vampire animes i think we'll get to eventually oh yeah we do and i think yeah I, I, I assume right like what um what are some v- vampire animes i mean we have? like helsing that's not helsing one right there. oh uh, that's right there... that's right um trinity blood was big that, that was when it, we were yeah. younger i remember when did vampire hunter um, d come out oh my god we got to watch vampire oh. hunter d have y'all seen the movie bloodlust no. no it's incredible it's unbelievable it's like it looks like te- it looks like um, it looks like the work of Yoshitaka Amano from Ooh. Final Fantasy. It's so gorgeous. Like I okay. can't communicate to you how beautiful okay. this movie is. Okay, um, we'll we should set aside also some time to do bonus episodes for like movies and things because people are also asking about like Ghibli. somebody Ghibli. said you should watch Porco Rosso. Yes, watch. Um, oh, I would love for us to talk about Ghibli because yeah. if we're talking mm-hmm. about early localization of anime and what brought anime Yo, to the forefront, we pr- cannot like not Princess talk about Princess Mononoke, dude. The stuff yeah. that cast they got for that job. Away and yeah, everything mm-hmm. Ghibli did. Like for me, I, one of the first anime, like I remember watching uh, like Kiki's Delivery Service and having Fuck that blow yes. my mind. I've never seen like, Kiki's. I've never seen it's it. Great. Go watch Kiki. It's really. I hear good. it's a wonderful. It's really I hear it's wonderful. The ones I've seen is Naushiko, The Valley of the Wind, Castle yep, in the Sky. How's Moving Castle, but Princess Mononoke was my first way into it. And so, and the reason why I was gripped by Princess Mononoke is because one, I recognized most of the dubbed, the the voice actors for the dub, but two, a considerable amount of those voice actors for the dub were not white people. And it was like shocking. Hell yeah. Indeed, yes. Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. Was um, like, wasn't she the wolf or was she the woman? No, she, 
She was, she was the, the, woman, the mayor of Irontown. That's right. She was the mayor of Irontown. So it was just like they had they had like non-white. I mean, they were celebrities, but they had non-white voice actors. And it was just like, holy shit. And it was like one of these cool things where like, I mean, because you know, the one the only one at the time was like Cree Summer and the black dude whose name I cannot recall right now. But he was like he was like the Green Lantern and all those other like quintessential black yeah. people at the time. Oh, yeah. Um, um, um Mad TV think, guy, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, him. Yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. just like, so it was just really cool to see how the pe- the star power they pulled from what seemed like at the time to me like this. I had never heard of Studio Ghibli, and then you know find out that they've been doing stuff for like twenty some odd years, and you know, but at by time I got around to seeing them because I was a baby. But then like the, the secret of Arietti. Oh yeah, the pig demon. The pig demon from the beginning of Mononoke is played by the one, the only Keith David. Oh, that's right. Keith David's amazing. Like, come on. Yeah. It's fucking incredible in that movie. Yeah. So it's like, I, I think we should because there's been a, there's a lot more Ghibli than I realize I've seen, but then I've seen some like older stuff, which is actually really good. Naushika, you know, Secret of Arietta. Yeah. You know, like the a lot thing of that. The I love about Naushika is that it has like, you, <laughs> Max, you played Elden Ring. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite shit in that game is going to Caleb and being like, wow, it's fucked up out here. <laughs> this place sucks. <laughs> this place is fucked up. What the <laughs> hell? And that's Naushika. Like the the whole, all yeah. of all of the world is has become the Caleb Wilds Huff. in that film. I love it. I, I just, it's, it's so cool. I don't know. I just, and Ponyo. Ponyo, Ponyo, I, Ponyo. Can I be the, I'm going to be the. I'm going to absorb the hatred of the audience. I did not enjoy Ponyo. A lot of people didn't like Ponyo. Ponyo's a lot not of people didn't like Ponyo. A lot uh, of I think I was like about Ponyo. 10 years too old for Ponyo when I yeah, watched it. A lot of people didn't like Ponyo. I appreciated Ponyo for being an adaptation of Little Mermaid, and that's why yeah. I liked Ponyo. But a lot of people think that Ponyo sucks. Although, I can't beat Ham. Can't beat Ham. I love that. I love that scene. Yeah. When they yeah, get Ham I, on the ramen. I, that's real cute. <laughs> Ponyo got some laughs out of me, and I think it was, it was delightful. Yeah. Uh, it did not hit the same way that some Mm-mm. other Ghibli things have, but um, I, I don't think you can have a bad time with any of these movies. No. I didn't steal my co- my cousin's copy of Ponyo. I stealed my cousin's copy of Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. Sorry, Ariel. You're not getting it back. Um, so it's just, you know, look, Howl's, Howl himself is problematic, but may all your bacon burn. Okay. Calcifer. Calcifer I got a little awesome. calcifer that riot that Billy he, he sits in my Fucking... my car window. Uh, he powers my car. Um, <laughs> I just want to wear that jacket. I mean, I just uh, I, I really identify with Howls. My cat's middle name Great is movie. Calcifer, so yeah, so it's valid. I loved it. I love it. You know, merry go round of life. You can't beat it. Oh, brilliant God. music in those. Jo- Joe Hisaishi, incredible guy. Throw a piano medley of that on all the time. Iconic, iconic. I have not seen the one. I have not seen. I know I'm doing myself a disservice. Is Spirited Away? I just haven't seen it. I just never got a chance. Oh, you should see it. It's very good. I just need to sit down and watch it, I, and I know it's really good. I'm looking at the cast of Howl's Moving Castle, which I guess I haven't done in a long time. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's uh, some names. Holy, yeah, there's holy big names on that one. Shit, like mm-hmm. Lauren Bacall. Yeah, unreal that they got Lauren Bacall for this. Was she the witch? Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, fucking Emily Mortimer. Do you know this? Do you know this actress? That name is. She's familiar. the lady on Thirty Rock who's like, oh, I'm sorry, I, for, I don't, I don't touch people. I have hollow bones like a bird. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have avian bone syndrome. 
sorry, you don't. You probably don't remember me. I'm Sophie. I've met. We've met you so many times. <laughs> um, and Carlos Alas Rocky from Rocco's Modern Life as well. <laughs> All right. Amazing. That's, okay. I I I feel so good about season two. Me too. Um, very excited. Me too. There's going to be a break. Um, we got some real life stuff to do, um, yeah. but at the end of October, season two is coming back. Okay. I will tweet more about the dates, the hard dates, because um, I'm not in front of my calendar. I don't have that stuff to look at just yet. But um, look, I hope you will look forward to it because I know I'm looking forward to it already. Me too. I'm very yes, hyped. and and a big, huge, tremendous thank you to everyone oh who has God. listened to even a single yeah. episode of season one. Um, this would. It, as much as I love screaming into the void, um, this experience has been a blast simply because of the interactions we've had on Twitter, people reaching out, the listener survey, all of this. Uh, we so appreciate anybody yes. who is taking the time to engage mm-hmm. and just know that we would, you know, really love to have you join us in season two. Yeah, please come Absolutely. back. Absolutely. It's been wonderful having people like, uh, not just like definitely on Twitter because like thank you for everybody who tweets at us, retweets our stuff, likes our things, watches me quote tweet things like in the most unhinged way possible, like all of this stuff. But like thank you to those people who are also on Instagram because like when we post our teasers on Instagram, I see that how we get hit. I see people who DM me directly and they're just like can't wait, so excited, so hyped. I'm so glad that we're able to bring you like your childhood animes back to you as adults and like enjoy them, like enjoy them with you and encourage you to watch them again and revisit old things. As As a person who really is like a one and doneer when it comes to a lot of stuff, this has been really fun for me and I hope it's been just as fun for y'all to sit here and listen to it with us or listen to us and watch it with us too I hope that you get the time and you find the time to do that and if you don't thank you for coming in and just hearing us make our goofy hot takes on some of our favorite animes that we were we had the the pleasure of growing up with that shaped us who we are today as adults in good ways because none of us are crazy we're all very normal we're all very mad. We're just we're all, we're just a little bit mad. Ooh. We're all a little bit mad here, but not in the bad mad. Please don't take us away. We're fine. We're fine. Don't worry about we're it. We're fine. I'm fine. We're fine. Quit okay. quit saying otherwise. I'm not as drunk as you think I am. You you too concerned. Don't worry about it. I'm in therapy. I active look. My therapy body my therapist bodies me like every other week, so I am doing okay. I'm Mine's really- so proud of me for um, starting a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I asked my therapist to work on me, so he's been dragging me through the mud twice a month. It's been pretty rough, but it's mm. okay. I was just like, I need to have more agency over my life. He goes, cool. So I'm going to need you to do me a favor and stop imagining things then. I was like, I, I didn't mean, hold on. I don't pay you for this. Don't read me yeah, like come this. On. That's wait, 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 wait. Come on. Is that how yeah, Come on. That's why half my therapy sessions are just, come on. (laughs) I want to hate myself. I mean, look, there are some times when my therapist will say things to me and I'll look at him and be like, look, a doctor, I didn't ask for you to administer your physic in this manner. I'm going to need you to remember who's paying who here. (laughs) I get mad. I'm just like, you better leave me alone. He's like, look, hit dogs are going to holler. How dare you hold the mirror up to my nature in this way? (laughs) How dare you expose my own behavior to me, the person doing it? <laughs> How dare I suffer the consequences of my actions? Me reaping, me sowing, etc. Et I can't believe I'm paying you to do this to me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
You mean to tell me that changing my pattern of behavior is the only way that I'll get different results? Well, I refuse, doctor. I you refuse. Tell me this shit hurts. <laughs> you tell me this shit hurts? I will not grow. Give it to me now. <laughs> Motherfucker, you, you, you better believe that anime will be my only therapy if you don't tread this line. <laughs> It's the the comic of the dog no ca- no take please throw but um, no self reflection <laughs> yeah. only self actualization. <laughs> I yeah. just look at I look at my therapist. I'm just like, let me manifest. He goes, no, that's not how any of this nope. works. And I just go, ah. <laughs> Manifesting doesn't work. That's what we learned from the secret. Yeah. <laughs> my th- my therapist does do that. It's very good. It's no secret that um, we all love Anime Club. Yes. And that we love our listener and that, um, you know, we're also eternally grateful to people like our friends at the Moonshot Network. Um, If you haven't started listening to Moonshot Podcasts, I would like to say that, first of all, you're missing out. You sure are. Absolutely. There are great shows out there. It's fucking great. Um, and, And here's something... I just want to say, uh, you know, based on our answers to the survey, if you like this show, then you will probably like, uh, let's see, you will probably like the podcast minds on, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. on, uh, on Moonshot. You'll probably like, um, Argonauts on Moonshot. Yeah. You will also probably like, um, ch- uh, champs in the making, which is our Pokemon podcast. So these are just some of the ones that came up when people were saying that the other shows on Moonshot that they listened to. Um, so if you're not listening to, the, to to Moonshot, try those three out. I think you might enjoy them. Also really popular uh, among our listeners are shows like Three Little Words, mm-hmm. um, uh, Unwise Girls, Dead Teen House Party, which I think is like an all-time <laughs> great Such a good podcast title. name. That's a good title, um, yeah. But before we fully sign off, I just want to s- shout out some things. I did put a question in here growing up. Who was your Ryoko? <laughs> Got some good stuff in here. Uh, one, actually Ryoko. Hell yeah. Um, there you go. One, I get it now. Sailor, Sailor Mars. Sailor, yeah. Look, Sailor Mars is Sailor waifu Mars is cool. Sailor Mars is a waifu. That's real. Uh, we also got Misato on here. <laughs> from, from okay. Uh, hits different as a 32-year-old. Um <laughs> Uh, also, some Inuyasha, some Kurama from Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, also, uh, Android 18 from Dragon Ball Z was a popular pick. Here. Hell yeah. Andrew, look, Android 18 was stylish. Android 18 was stylish. She had that. style. It's true. She really did. She was great. Also, she beat Vegeta's ass. She did. She mollywhopped Vegeta, though. <laughs> man. She did. <laughs> She 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 beat him and was like and and here let me also um uh go out with a guy shorter than you. <laughs> right, oh. right. Because you look, look. Every short king deserves a girl with tall girl energy. That's real. Yes. Everybody deserves somebody with tall girl energy, even if they're not a girl. Is valid. Uh, yes. uh, my favorite answer to this question: Growing up, who was your Ryoko? Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? <laughs> that was my favorite too. <laughs> <laughs> Love the energy. Some of that. us like to keep those cards close to our chest. Yeah. And 
I do want to hit this one because we, we the the spread has been leaning towards one gender in particular, but somebody picked Bielzamon from Digimon. <laughs> I gotta hold on. Let hold me on. look up what Bielzamon. Look this guy up because let me. I mean, I kind of got. He's see. pretty cool. Let me see. He's pretty cool. Wow. And he is a human. He's one of these Digimon that is like a, a okay. Full no, person. I get it. A hundred percent. No, no judgment here. Good choice. Evil yeah, look at this King guy. He's cool. Digimon. Let me see. Yeah, two oh, okay. guns. Well, he's pretty cool. He's pretty gunned up. That's pretty dope. Duelist of Finality. Yeah. That's a pretty cool fucking title. Pretty Sorry, what? Fucking... I'm looking at the wiki, the Digimon wiki, and his name is obviously Beelzemon, but he has a title, and the title is Duelist of Finality. Of Finality. Oh, fuck. Saigo no Deyuerisuto. That's pretty cool. That's very cool. Well, you are all valid. Even those of you who said nobody, mm-hmm. that's all valid. You'll find you'll you'll find her. You don't or have him. to have it's okay. <laughs> Someday. You don't have to have her. Or them. I am here for the person who did side who sighed before telling us they're Ryoko. You don't have to tell us, but it's okay that it's Kurama. Kurama's a hottie. Nothing wrong with that. I'm that's sure okay. many people feel that way about Kurama. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's he's got like the rose th- theming going on so, that's true that's you know true I mean? it's like, it's... that's true am i thinking uh, of the right guy he's the red the hair fellow yes yeah yeah Well, hey, look, I think that's about it for the season finale of After School Anime Club. Yeah. Yeah. We did it's it. Been a great, it's been a huge journey. Um, this is my first time doing a season finale of a podcast episode. So, you know, we're, um, uh, I'm just really glad that you two were here with me for it. Always. Thank you for thank you for bringing us this in. This is the club. I, this is truly the club, and it's been so fun. Like Mondays Same. have been so great because we you know, on Monday, so I love it. It's Monday been show. super fun. It's we're great. We're very funny. I am fully <laughs> on board this train, full steam ahead. Let's uh, go. Anime club cannot be stopped. It's, it's, Next stop, can't. Trigun, episodes seven and eight. Yeah. We'll see what happens. People tell me that the show takes a very big turn in a very different direction. It so. gets wild. It's going to get dramatic, so I'm excited. Whoa, we're going to see you in October. Enjoy your break, y'all. Have fun. Yeah, enjoy your break. Go bone up on some other Moonshot Network shows. And yep. until then, we'll see you at the next meeting.
chew that umemoshi, baby. Chew it slowly. Done! Quit your fancy ASMR dreaming and wake up! What? We're back! Who's back? Okashina Podcast Anime with Friends, of course. Oh, never heard of it. I have. Who, Who are, are you? you? I'm Victoria. I'm joining Okashina Podcast as the third chair. Nani? Would everyone stop screaming? Well, I'm glad you asked. Okashina Podcast Anime with Friends is a podcast in which two childhood besties, me, Sabrina, and you, Don, and you, Victoria, watch anime together and then discuss what we watch with restrained delight. That's three people. Mm, sounds boring. I'm going back to bed. You can't! You'll miss all the weird, wild, under-the-radar anime we cover. I never agreed to this. It's fun! Check us out on the Moonshot Podcast Network. Insert joke.